Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay, great. Uh, what a joyful time. A Father's Day is a great day. Uh, I want to thank uh, Pastor Daniel and uh, you also for sending them just recently a few months. It's not, a, it's not even two months. You sent Pastor De Daniel and the team to Ethiopia and they have blessed our people. They have ministered in an open-air uh, crusade. Many has been touched and came to Christ. All of them are led by the Spirit. They were on fire. I cannot cope up with them. They were on fire and ministering to our people. They loved our people, the children, and the people all in, in our area were loved by them and touched by them. Thank you for sending the, the team. And thank you for sending all the staff for the children. The school material, clothing, a lot of things you have sent. And thank you again. And may the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, I, I'm not going to take much of your time. I know that this is important uh, family days as per American culture. In our culture, uh, uh, we don't celebrate that much. There's no Father's Day in our culture. Uh, uh, the way we do or honor our fathers is in different way, in everyday uh, manner, but it's not like you know we recognize uh, fathers in, in one day. We just do it in different days. But you have a wonderful culture. Yeah. This is a good culture. Keep up the good job. <laughs> God bless you. I'm going to share with you from the Word of God, from the book of Ephesians. I know it's familiar to you because you have celebrated Father's Day um, many, many years. So you know, many have, many have preached to you from this word. But you know, the Word of God is always fresh. Amen? You never get bored with the Word of God. The Word of God always new and refreshing, and it helps a lot. It just uh, tells you, speak, the Word of God speaks to you every time in a new way, in different way. I know that the Word of God is going to touch most of you today. Okay, let's go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. Verse 23, chapter 5, verse 23. My message title is, The man is the head of the house, the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. It is ordained by God for the man to be the head of the house. This is God's order. We cannot do anything about it. Uh, modern things cannot do anything about it. Civilization cannot do anything about it. Right. It is God's order for a man 
to be in charge of his house. It's not because God is uh, in favor of a man. It is just because he wanted to do things in such a way. Amen? He gave responsibility to the fathers to be in charge of their house. Amen? So you are called. This is a great calling. God wants generation to continue in such a way for a man to be in charge of his house. Amen? So the scripture says, let's read this one. Uh, Pastor, can I use this one? Yes, yes, yes. You see, I'm not used with this sophisticated... Thank you, Pastor. Amen? Okay, let's go to uh, verse 23. Hallelujah. Amen? God is good. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. You gave us this day. It's a wonderful day. Thank you for helping American believers and Americans to recognize this day, this wonderful day. The ordination came from the creation, from the beginning. Lord, we thank you for giving giving us a fathers. For there are many fathers who are in charge of their family. Bless our time. Bless the word. Anoint our ear and anoint my mouth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what, God has, God is the or, a God of order. He is a God of order. He does things as per his will, as per his blueprint. We didn't come, we just didn't happen out of blue. We came out of the blueprint of God. Everything is the universe itself, you know, no matter the scientists, the atheists say a lot of things about you know, the Big Bang theory, that everything happened just spontaneously. Not, it's not spontaneously. You're not happened spontaneously. You are happened with the wonderful thought, with the wonderful plan of God. You're not somebody just come out of blue. You are came out of the blueprint of God from the beginning. Amen. God introduced himself as a creator of the whole universe and human, mankind. In Genesis, he introduced himself. I created everything, heaven and earth. Amen? I created a human. He created a human and breathed life in him. Out of the dust, he created him and breathed life in him. 
So, you belong to God. God own you. So, he, he manage what he own. He administrates what he own. So, he has order for us. Amen? Hallelujah. Not only he just created us, he provided miraculously, divinely, everything we need in life. He created everything in five days and created mankind, created a husband on the six days, a wife on the six days. Let's give hand to the Lord. He is our creator. He created us. We belong to him. He owned us. Amen. You are not your own. God owned you. Amen. Hallelujah. God owned us. We belong to God. We're not just by our own. Don't worry. You're not by your own. You have an owner. Amen. Who is almighty. Who is omnipotent. Who is omnipresence. Who is omniscious. He knows everything about you. He knows every detailed things of that you are passing through. Don't worry. You belong to God. You have an owner who just take care of you. He take care of everything. Every detail of your life is in his hand. You came to this earth according to his plan. You're not just spontaneous. Hmm? God has almighty has in his hand your life. Your life is in his hand. Amen. So once he created him, he prepared for him a place in Eden Garden. He placed, God prepared always everything you need. A place for you. For a man first before even he's the one who brought for him a wife. You know? Do you know that? Amen. <laughs> it's not you. It's not because you are, we are smart, we just got a wife. <laughs> He's the one who prepared for us a wife. Amen? He prepared. But before he, he prepared for him a, a wife, he prepared for him a place. In the book of Genesis, it talks that the Lord prepared for him a place in Eden Garden. And he placed a man in Eden Garden. Amen? Amen. And then he gave him a job. You see, he didn't just about, he gave him a responsibility. He gave him a job. Amen. God provide a job. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. From the beginning, he, he had already a job for him. So he gave him a job. And then he saw that a man should not be by himself. So let us make for him a woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he made the man to sleep. You know, he made him sleep. He, he, he didn't let him just make for, find for him a wife. You know? He just make him sleep. Because if he counsel, God counsel with him, he would uh, give so many weird ideas. You know? <laughs> Instead, he made him sleep. And he take a ribs from his side and made him a wife. Amen? Amen? He gave him a wife. 
And he conducted the wedding service. Amen. Just the pastor conducts a wedding service here. You see, he conducted the wedding service. Amen. He was the one that takes the bride and gave to the man. Takes the the bride and gave, gave it to the groom, Adam. He cared for every detail things. Amen? Amen. He, he, his attention is on families. Amen? His attention, the whole attention is on families. He honors families. God cares about families. Yes. That is his institution. He's the one who established family, marriage. From the beginning. Amen? Marriage is respected, reverent by God. Amen. It is God who ordained and then a a man to be the head of the house. Amen? He gave him responsibility on his home. Just like Christ is on the church. Amen? Man, Father, please raise your, your hand. Please wait for me. You have a great responsibility. You have a great calling. You are called by God. Amen? To fulfill his calling. Amen? You are called by God. So he did. God did everything. And but Satan, you know, came. Not only, you know, God is always with you. Families, families, God is always with you. Always fellowship with families. You know, uh, God, were, God's, God's voice was working in the full of the days in the Eden Garden. He was, was working, looking for fellowship. But Satan interfered and destroyed that relationship. Man and woman were hide themselves. Were away from the Lord. You know, families, please know that God wants to fellowship with you. Every minute, every hour. Amen? The Holy Spirit always seek, seek after you to worship him at home, to fellowship with him, pray to to him, Worship him in your home. Hallelujah. Worship him in your home. Amen. Hallelujah. Then Satan came and interrupted this wonderful relationship. You know how he interrupted? Satan interrupted? It came. Instead of, see, he always, uh, God, God is a God of order. And Satan is, uh, what do I call him? Please name him. (laughs) He is a Satan of confusion. He confuses things, things in order. Always Satan confuses. Also comes, attack families. Don't forget, Satan is always after families. Don't forget. 
you have a constant enemy. Never leave you, abandon you. Always surround you. Rotate you. Rotate you always. Make big deal of little things. <laughs> that you could overlook. You could pass it easily. Can always Satan come to break marriage. Don't forget this. Because in these days, we see in Ethiopia, in America, it's universal. Right. You find it everywhere. Trying to break marriage. Don't give him a chance. Don't give him a chance. Stay together. Because God brought you to be one. To be one. There's no distinctive between you and your wife. She is your body. And a man is a body to a wife. No matter what, stay together. You are stuck. A man is stuck with your wife whether you like it or not. Yes. A woman is stuck with her husband. No choice. No, no alternative. There is no alternative. You're going to pay a price if you just see another. If, the, if, if Satan show you something else, you're going to pay a price. It's not worth it. Say it, not worth it. Not worth it. No matter how the problem is big. No matter how it is big, it's not worth it. It's better to stick together because that is God's plan. Amen? Let's, let's give a hand to the Lord. Stick together, no matter what. There is no reason for you to break up. There is no, it's no worth it. It's no worth it. Make sure you stay together unless death make you apart. Stick together. Amen? Amen. I had just a, a little cl- uh, a cold, but don't worry. I, I can take care of it. Huh? Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us rejoice with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you are, no, don't worry about the past, but he, God is a God of all, always restoration also. You know, if, when we make mistakes, anybody can mis- make mistakes, but God is a God of restoration. Amen? Amen. But just whenever you, you understand something, just stand on it, and God will help you. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. So Satan destroyed the relationship. Destroyed. You see, man abandoned, please, underline this. You see, Satan didn't come to the man. The man was in charge. In charge of his house. In charge of his wife. The anointing is it's not because a man is different. Just because of the anointing. A man has a special anointing to lead the house. To be in charge of the house. It works in America. It works everywhere. Huh? You cannot say this is America. Huh? No. Yes. We live in a civilized world in America. 
But a man is in charge. We cannot help it. Amen? There is no feminist right. Eh? There is no woman right in this. <laughs> this is God ordination. You know, it's not just, it's not, uh, it is, it's not because God is impartial or uh, in favor of man. It's just he wants to give responsibility for a man to take care of his house, and that's how it works. We cannot help it. Accept it by grace. Yes? <laughs> Amen. And it is for the good of us. It is always for the good of us. Amen. When we obey God, it's for the good of everybody. God is just. He is righteous. He is just in everything. He is perfect in everything. He doesn't offend anyone. <laughs> he is a blessing to everyone. Everything he does is perfect. Because our thought and his thought is far away each other. It is like a sky and an earth. You know, he's, in, he's intelligent than us. We cannot compare with him. He knows what he does for us. He knows the thought he has for us. It has everlasting benefit to us. It has everlasting benefit to us. Amen? So Satan interrupts. He just came to the woman. He didn't go to the man. To the man who was anointed to protect. Amen? His, his house. He didn't go there. He came to the woman. When she was alone, wandering around, he came to her and deceived her. You see, the fault, the mistake was not happened only by the woman, but by the man himself. <laughs> when she just asked him to eat, he ate. He abandoned his leadership, his responsibility. He abandoned. And instead of you know, telling her, you know, Eve, the Lord has told us not to eat from this. He gave us everything. Right. Why should we eat from this? Don't listen, Satan. Right. He's supposed to intervene, to take a step, and to stop. But he chose the fellowship with his wife, with, his, with Eve, and he ate. So sin entered to mankind. Right. The relationship with God destroyed you see, relationship destroyed because of one family wrong decision. Because a man didn't take responsibility, didn't exercise his ordination, didn't exercise his responsibility. So the Lord, you know, he's always, no one defeat him. Satan could not defeat him. Right there, he made a promise. He gave hope for mankind. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, 
he made a promise right there. He said, you know, things wrong, things came through the woman, right? Through Eve. Eve is the one who introduced the disobedience to the man and to the generation. And then the same promise came through Eve. He said, the offspring of her. The offspring of Eve, Eve would crush you, would bruise your head. Amen? You see, as evil things came through the woman, good things came through her. As per the promise, Christ came from Mary. Amen? Christ crushed him on the cross. Amen? Christ bruised his head on the cross. He said, Hallelujah. So, in the, in the, the, the scripture we read, we read in the book of Ephesians, it's a New Testament the scripture, as you know. Amen. In that, it says, again, God reinstitutes. A man is the head of the house. Amen. He reinstitutes. You know, what the devil destroyed. You see, as a Christian family, um, a man is the head of the house. Amen? You may think it cannot be done. Yes, it can be done. We can live by the word of God. It can be done. How it can be done? Before he came to a husband and wife, Paul said in verse... 18, chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. He said, be filled by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Be a spirit-filled Christian. Let's give hand to the Lord. Let's put our hand together. Be a spirit-filled. A spirit-filled. What does it mean? Once a Christian is born again, the Holy Spirit indwelt in him. You have already the Spirit in you. Amen? You have the Spirit. You are not by yourself. You are not alone. A husband, you are not alone. A father, you are not alone. A woman, you are not alone. There is the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord. That does everything, that gives life, that gives strength, the Holy Spirit in you. So Paul was saying, you have already a spirit in you, but be influenced by the spirit. Be drunk by the spirit. Let the spirit drive you. Let the spirit make you do things. Submit yourself to the spirit. As a man get drunk and led by the drunkenness, the same thing. You know, let the spirit which is in you lead you from here to there and do things as per God. As per God ordination. Fathers, stick with the spirit. There is a spirit in you. There is the Holy Spirit. Be foolish. Don't be smart. 
Don't use technique, experience, or marriage counselors. I'm sorry. There is a spirit in you. A spirit. You know, a man, if a man follow the spirit, listen to the spirit, be sensitive to the spirit, amen, knows the evil and good. And take care of his family. Amen. The Lord lead you, lead him. The Spirit lead him. Be filled with the Spirit. Or lead, led by the Spirit. Driven by the Spirit. Let the Spirit drive you. Let the Spirit be on the driver's seat. Not you, not your, your, your knowledge, not your friend knowledge. <laughs> if the Holy Spirit speaks through your friend, it's okay. If it's, it's okay. Listen to the Spirit. Be sensitive to the Spirit. Don't just take example of somebody's marriage. Huh? I know that in U.S., when there is something goes wrong in the family, people run to marriage counselor who doesn't know even about themselves. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry if I, fall, I offended someone here. I took also Christian counseling classes. But I always pray, you know. Pray and make sure that I give advice that the Spirit speak to me. I just I don't go to the book. How did conflict arise? What is the story with your childhood story? Hello? <laughs> Amen? Listen to the Spirit the time. And God speak to everyone. You don't have to be a pastor or a minister or a strong Christian. God speak to anyone. Anyone even to the one who is born again today. The spirit knows how he, he knows how to communicate with anyone. With anyone, he has a way to communicate you. Amen? Amen. So stick with the Spirit. I'm going to leave you with these two, two things. A man has responsibility of his house. And a woman supposed to submit to that anointing. Amen? Amen. Submit herself to be served by her husband. A husband is called not to detect the dictator. Right. Oh, a, a, man, a man is called to minister his wife. Right. To take care of his wife. Right. Right. Not to impose command. Right. Not to impose command. That's not what God's saying. Right. When he's, he's saying that a man is the head of the house. Yeah. He's not saying that he has to, to be dictator. Like uh, Muhammad Gaddafi or... 
Hallelujah. Let's give hand to the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You see, a man is called to serve. Like Christ serve his church. Like Christ loved church sacrificially. Loved us sacrificially. A man is called to love his wife, his family, sacrificially, unreservedly. Unreservedly. There is no place that he is reserved. A man is generous and he gives his time, his resource, everything he has for his wife and for his family. Don't have two accounts. Eh? In U.S., I know you have. You guys have two accounts. <laughs> Amen. Did I pass the red light? You are one. You are one flesh, one blood. God called you to be one, in separate. You are one. God see you as a one person. Just like Christ see a church as a one body. Christ one body. He, you see, the Holy Spirit is comparing now a husband and Christ with the church relationship. The relationship is with, between a husband and wife and the church and Christ. Amen? You see, the Spirit helps you. Right there, in chapter 5, verse 18, he said, Be filled by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. Be driven by the Spirit. And then you would be thankful of everything, all the time. Always people find from you a song, not mourning, but a song, praising God. Amen. Always, when you are filled with the Spirit, when you are led by the Spirit, when you are overwhelmed by the Spirit, when you are governed by the Spirit, the Spirit in you, already in you, you don't have to go, you don't have to pray 40 days in order for the Spirit to govern you. It all needs your submission. It all needs your sensitiveness to the Spirit. It doesn't need a hard work. There is no hard work in the New Testament. The, the Lord has done everything for you. Everything. You don't have to do anything. It is free. It is free for the Spirit to work in you abundantly. Amen. All the time. See, you know, uh, whenever you are sensitive and you are acknowledged that the Spirit works in you, no matter where you are, at what spiritual status you are. Don't worry about that. He knows you. You are a sinner by nature. We all are sinned. We all sinned against God. We were all enemies of God. Right? Don't worry about the spiritual status of you. You can start today fresh. And the spirit starts to work in you. He, you make him sad maybe you know, you know when you are not doing things you know in a way that the spirit wants you to do 
We make him sad. But he never abandoned us. He's still with us. He's still in us. We make him feel bad. But he's still in us. And whenever we turn to him, whenever we acknowledge that we hurt his feeling, he pour his spirit again. He just revive the things you have in you. Amen. There is no there, there is no time that is okay. It's, it's, there's no uh, there's no time that he said no for you. His door is open all the time. His hand is stretched always, waiting for you to be led by him, to be helped by him. So the Spirit will help you. Amen. Amen. The second things she follow the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit don't just condemn you, blame you. He always with you, waiting for you to respond. Because the Holy Spirit is gentle. He doesn't force you. He doesn't force you. He's gentle. He waits for you till you are convicted, until you came to him straight. Always. How sweet spirit. Gentle spirit. Never condemn you. No, never look you down. Amen? He knows your situation. Be free to him. Connect to him. And he will come and govern you. He will be on your driver's seat. Amen? The second thing is be filled with the word of God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. It says be filled with the word of God. Read the Bible. Amen? Amen? Families, let the word of God in your house. Lead your house. Read the, house, the, the word of God. Because there is a, a spirit of God in the word of God. Also. That's where you find God. Amen? You talk, everything you do, everything you talk with friends, with families, let it be according to the word of God. Let, let it Bible study in your house. Amen? Amen? A family Bible study. Have a family Bible study every day. Amen? Amen? Give priority to that. And then you start to stay away once you are led by the Spirit, driven by the Spirit, and then filled with the Word of God, and you have a Bible study at your home, you start to see yourself being away from worldly things, right. evil things. Right. You see, the, worldly, is, the, the word of God is a great counsel to you. When you try to make a wrong decision, the word of God will come and revive in you and tells you, no, it's not according to God's word. Amen? If you make, make sure it is the priority, the, the Bible study, the word of God is a priority in your house. Instead of, you know, it's good to go to movie house or some places, but it shouldn't take the time of Bible study. Amen? It shouldn't take. Give priority. Give much time to study the Word of God. God bless you. Can I pray for the men? Please stand. Men, please stand.
Hallelujah. I'm not the expert, but I'm led by the Spirit you know, huh? to, to share this work to you. Because God does great things in families, through families. God has done in Joseph's families, Joseph and Mary. He chose Joseph and Mary to raise Christ, the baby, when he was work on this earth. They were taking him to the temple. They made everything in his life. They led him according to the word of God. Made him do things. As human, he was absolute God, absolute human. But as absolute human, they were responsible of his human need. And they were taking care of him well. He needed family always to accomplish his agenda. A good family, a healthy family. Let us pray. Lord, I pray for the families to have a healthy family, a healthy life, a healthy children, spiritually, physically, Lord, holistically. I pray that the member of this church, families flourish in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. How about a round of applause? Gedehun, thank you so much. Wow. Hey, hey let, 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 me, let me read this verse. This uh, Spirit of the Lord was speaking to me. I want to share this verse over the family of faith. Every, uh, guys, I want to speak this verse over you. Of course, some of y'all know the story of Joshua as they conquested through Canaan and were about to get settled in. And Joshua gave this uh, command or this word over the nation of Israel when he said this. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Now, watch this. Guys, I want to speak this over you. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now dwell. He says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 